Hey everybody, welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host Tracy. And I first and foremost, I want to thank all of you guys for, you know, supporting this podcast and listening. I I really appreciate it. I've been turning on a lot of people lately to my podcast. And I will say this, I was a little bit bad about it. I used to always share every single episode on my social media. And the last year and a half or so, work has just been so busy that I haven't been doing that as much. And so I'm really excited because I've had a lot of people, they, they text me pictures of their drives and they're showing me that they're listening to the podcast. And I think that's great. So just want to thank you guys. And if you have a moment, I would love for you to rate and subscribe to this podcast because it really does help us out. And now you can view all episodes on YouTube. So my YouTube channel is Tracy Forks Around Town and each episode will be up so you can take a look. And it's always nice to put a, a face to a voice and also to see who my guests are. And I'm trying to do some more episodes that are very interactive. So a lot of my guests will be bringing stuff and it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun, especially with the holidays coming up. So, um, as I've mentioned many times in the past, I, I get a lot of feedback from people that reach out to me and they'll say, listen, would you mind talking about this? Or people ask me a lot of questions, especially over this past year. I've gone through so much personal growth. Um, for those of you that have been following me, I mean, I actually, I don't like to go by numbers, but as of last week, I have lost 37 pounds since last year at this time. So definitely been through a lot of changes. And I'm a very open and honest person on my social media platforms. Uh, nothing about me, nothing about me is fake. And that's actually what I'm going to talk a little bit about today. But I share the good, the bad and the ugly. And one of the things that I have to say has been getting me down a lot. And I go through ups and downs with this, but it's just authenticity on Facebook. And it's more than just that. I have, I'm sorry, not Facebook, just social media in general. I have found lately that I'm finding this whole, whether you want to call it influencers or content creators, this whole world is, has, is becoming toxic. And again, there's always an exception to the rule. There are a few people who I do not even fall in this category, but the majority of people that I've been observing, interacting with, you name it, it's, it's been getting me down. And I want to kind of go over what exactly I mean by that. And if you guys, again, I, I would appreciate your comments on this post because this is how I grow and learn. And I just appreciate all your guys' feedback. So for those of you that don't know me, this might be your first time tuning in. I, I've been on Instagram pretty much since it started. But in 2017, I started an account that was just food focused and it was actually forking around town, hence the name of this podcast. Back then, there weren't as many influencers or content creators. It was more of a smaller pond. And I unfortunately lost my account in 2021. Now, I have to mention this though, guys, when I started, like I said, there wasn't so many out there in my town doing this. So it was very easy for me to, to grow my account. And I made it up to just um, under 20,000 people. When I lost my account, it was, you know, then that's a whole other story of, I've, like I said, I have talked about it many times. You can always message me if you wanna hear more details. But when I had to start over, it was, it really, really got me down. I went through probably a six month period of just a depression. I had finally gotten to the point where I was making money on social media. I was getting paid collaborations. 
I was getting lots of hotel stays. I was starting to get some little vacations planned and then everything just kind of stopped. And a lot of the pending things that I had going on, unfortunately could not happen because I didn't have an account to back up whatever I would have been promoting. So starting over was a lot harder than I ever thought it would be. And I learned that a lot of people are really just out for themselves. And it really broke my heart. Um, I'm a very sensitive person. I, I really care about people. And I just started seeing this ugly side of influencing. And I'm telling you, they should start a reality show on it because it would be watched by so many people. But I just started getting little glimpses of it. I would go to events and people that had been following me before acted like I didn't even exist. They never followed me back. They would comment all day about me losing my account and say like, oh, that really sucks. You lost your account. I'm so sorry. Glad you're, you're making a comeback. But they never supported me. They never followed me back. And I just started seeing this more and more. And then I started realizing, you know, I'm a very nice person. I've always been that way. And, you know, not everyone else is like that. And one of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn is that I can't expect behavior out of people just because I treat them a certain way. And that was a real hard lesson for me to learn. Um, trusting has been something that I am now really struggling with. Whenever I meet anybody, I, I immediately put a wall up. I never used to be that way before. And now it's, it is kind of sad. Every time I meet somebody, I have to sit and wonder, do they just want something from me? Are, are they being sincere? And I had some pretty bad experiences with fellow content creators or influencers, whatever you want to call it. Just to kind of give you an example, you know, I'm a big believer in helping others. I believe that, you know, there is room for everybody on these platforms and that by supporting others, we support ourselves and that's how we grow. But unfortunately, a lot of these people were takers and they weren't givers. And there were several examples, which, you know, again, I can't really get into it too much, but people that I went above and beyond for and really helped them never ever reciprocated. I started noticing, I thought, gosh, you know, I've invited this person so many times or this person and they, they're not doing it for me. Now, the other part of this, and this is how I really think a lot of it was how I grew my account the first time around was that of engagement groups. And I've spoken on this many times, but it's still one of those things that's always at the top of my list whenever I'm thinking and planning anything that I'm going to, to create and put out there on social media. So again, um, if you're not familiar, an engagement group or pod is a group of people that like each other's posts. So for example, it's like a group chat on Instagram. Let's say there's 30 people in there. Every time somebody does a post, you go and share it to the group. Then everyone has to like, comment, and save it. And then of course, if they can share it and they have to comment with four words or more, that just is a way to kind of keep with the algorithm of Instagram. And the idea is to draw more attention to your page. Well, when I got out of those engagement groups, I made the decision to stop doing them because I felt that it was really harming me because here I was really working hard to put out content and I was only getting supported by those people that were in these groups. And I thought, well, how do I know who's really appreciating or getting any value out of what I'm putting out there? Because it just seemed all so fake and calculated to me. So I stopped them all together and I'm still kind of in that phase where I had a huge decrease in, in engagement. And 
you know, when I see people that I've known for many years, they don't comment on my stuff anymore, but I go to their accounts and I always look and I see that the comments are from the same people over and over. So it started to get me a little bit frustrated because I thought, these people are just cheating the system. They're out there getting paid collaborations and free hotel stays, but but why? Is it because they're getting 800 likes on a post? Is it because they're getting 50 or 60 people commenting? But it's not real, it's not authentic, it's, it's all fabricated. And that is what for me started to get me super frustrated. So lately I've been really taking a step back. Now in my professional life, I do work in social media. And so I have been blessed to have such wonderful learning opportunities. I've been attending a lot of webinars, going to different seminars, and really just diving deep into this world and learning more now than I ever have. And I'm able to kind of step outside of the influencer world and look back on it and look at it from, from a different point of view. And I have to say, it's crazy because I realized that most of the stuff I had done or people that were supporting me were not real. It was a product of engagement groups. So with that being said, I wanted to just kind of share with you guys just some things that I have been feeling. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm very honest. I'm not gonna sit here and act like everything is perfect because that's what a lot of these influencers do. They just go out there, they'll smile, promote products they would never use just because they're getting paid for it. And that is not the type of person I am, nor will I ever be. So one thing that I've been going through lately, and, and it's hard, but I'm just being honest, I've been getting back into kind of a depressed kind of a state of mind. And the reason is, is I'll sit here and there's somebody I know, for example, who purchased recently a bunch of followers. It is so obvious. I, I, <laughs> I think it's funny that people think we don't know what they're up to. This person, and I'm just gonna use fake numbers because I don't want to call any attention to them. Let's just say they had 2000 followers. A month later, they're at 20,000. Okay, how are you gonna get 18,000 followers in a month? I mean, that's pretty unrealistic. I use a website called Social Blade, and I have to thank my wonderful podcast producer who introduced me to that website many years ago. And it's been a, an incredible resource for me. You can go ahead and create an account. Um, once again, it's socialblade.com. And you can look at different profiles, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X as it is now, whatever, whatever you wanna look at. And for example, Instagram, I can go and look up my own account and it will say, okay, I can look at the last seven days or the last 30 days. It gives a breakdown on how many followers I got each day and how many I lost. So I've noticed since I walked away from all these engagement groups and everything, my numbers have gone down. I was gaining an average of eight to 10 followers a day. And now it's only about one or two. Of course, there's always gonna be those bots that follow you. It's, you, you can't do anything about it. It's part of life but I just really started noticing such poor performance. And then when I noticed this one account, they were getting, for example, it would show like one day, 280 followers, the next day, 620. That is all purchased. I started really looking into some of these companies, you know, like when you're scrolling on Facebook or Instagram and it, one of their ads will pop up and it'll say like, let us help you grow. So I started kind of looking into some of these companies to see what they're all about. And so basically you can pay 
$50 a month, we'll just throw that out there. You will get engagement on every single post you do. You can choose the number of likes you want. So let's say we're going to use Sally, for example. Sally is someone who I've known for many years, and this is Sally's a famous trick that she thinks nobody realizes what she's doing. Sally will, will put a post up on Instagram. She hides the, the actual number of likes so no one can see the number. And then her little magical um, fake account manager goes in there and she'll have, let's say four or 500 likes. Once she gets enough real people after she goes to all of her engagement groups, she'll then showcase the number and it'll look like a large amount, like seven or 800. And the way Instagram is set up is if you look at, if you click on the amount of people that like your post, it only shows, I believe the first 100. Those are always gonna be people that are always commenting on you. They're gonna showcase more of the real accounts, not the fake ones. And I catch her every single time. I started studying this, I know. I have a lot of time on my hands. But I'll get an alert every time she does a post. And within a minute, she's already got like 200 likes. And this does a lot of things for Sally. When she does that, it's putting her her account out there into more eyes. She's gonna show up on the explore page. And it looks like she's this rock star influencer when in actuality, she's paying for everything and it's not real. I go and look at her comments. It's the same people every time because they're all in these engagement groups. So I just really started getting frustrated with this whole thing. And I thought, you know, this is bullshit because this person's going on there. They're doing all of this and they're getting these paid collaborations and vacations because it's an illusion that they've created. It looks like they're this powerful influencer, but in, in actuality, it's they're paying for it. Got to hand it to her, though. I mean, she's getting all kinds of perks and, and stuff like that. But where do we draw the line? When does this ever stop? And in my current you know profession right now, I work with influencers and I'm all about the, the realness. And I really dive deep when I'm looking into influencers to work on, you know, collaborations with. I love to look, number one, the, the quality of their content. Some of them, you know, engagement groups, it's not necessarily a deal breaker because so many people do them. And I mean, I've done them myself, but I see so many talented people that do incredible work. I mean, breathtaking videos and photography, and they're getting very minimal likes and engagement because they don't participate in, this kinds of in these kinds of things. And it just, it gets me down because they're the ones that should be getting the paid collaborations. They're the ones that are creating content that is just, you know, spectacular looking and, and attention getting. These are the people that I'm actually listening to and purchasing products because they influenced me naturally. It wasn't fake and in my face with all these fake numbers. So I've I found myself once again starting to get a little bit down and I don't like to be that way. I've come a long way in this last year and I'm just all about being real. And I see this kind of behavior and it's it's affecting me. If I go to events, I have a hard time being in that world. I have a hard time acting like, oh, you're so amazing and just, just that fake world. I just, I, I can't do it anymore. So I've, you know, I've withdrawn a little bit. I'm not going to as many group events anymore. I prefer to do things on my own. But, you know, it's just I can't help the way I feel. And I think the reason it gets me down is because it isn't fair. 
And I will never do that. I refuse to pay for anything. I would rather have three people like my picture and have it be real than to have 800 fake ones. So just something to keep in mind, you know, guys, when you're, if you own a business, if you're looking to work with influencers, don't just go by the numbers, really go by the quality of their content. I'm so big right now on micro influencers. I've really been kind of studying people that have, you know, between 100 and 2,500 followers. And I'm finding some incredible talent. And these are the people that, you know, I want to help out. If I get an invite from a PR company, I want to recommend these people because they need to, to be given a chance. And I'm really hoping that Instagram will catch on to this because it's just turning this whole influencer and content creator world into a very toxic environment. And I find myself getting affected by it. I know it shouldn't, but I'm one of those people. I've been doing this for a number of years and it, it does affect me. And I'm, I'm working hard to not be this way. But like I said, I'm a very honest person and I have to share what's really going on in my mind because that's the one thing I've learned in this past year. Though, just being honest, there might be something you want to share that maybe it's embarrassing. Like for me, I've talked a lot about my struggle with, you know, I was going through depression. I was drinking more than I ever had in my life. And you don't realize it. It catches up to you. And then I wasn't liking the way I was feeling. I didn't like the way I was looking. I had gained so much weight. And when I really started speaking up on my journey and being just real and sharing all of these things, I started getting more people reaching out to me and saying, hey, your last post really spoke to me. You really helped me. You've inspired me to go join a gym. And I'm not getting paid for anything that I'm sharing. In fact, here we are in 2023. I've had one, one paid collaboration this entire year, and that's it. I'm not actively going after anything right now. Um, there was a period when I was, you know, approaching different companies and PR companies to work with them, but I kind of stepped away for a little bit. I'm just really focusing on right now, figuring out exactly what I want to be on social media. I've gone through, um, my first phase was all the crazy foods, you know, showing these ginormous slices of pizza or triple stacked burgers and crazy looking ice cream cones and all that food porn. But then I had to shift away from that because number one, it's oversaturated. And number two, that's not how I eat anymore. My whole entire lifestyle has changed completely and I can't sit there and portray something unless I'm actually doing it. So I just wanted to leave you guys with this. No matter what field you're in, no matter what you're doing, being real and being yourself is the best way to go. I am so happy that I've gone through this whole transformation and I, I still have my struggles. I have days where I'm not happy with maybe how something looks or my hair or whatever. I'm getting older. I've got wrinkles on my face. You know, there's all these little things that come up, but I'm just trying to stay true to who I am. And I just try to improve every single day and be the best version of myself. I'm a very, very hard worker. I never stop. Um, a lot of times I do have to force myself to kind of slow down because I, I really am doing it all. I'm out there. I'm, I'm working out. I'm working full time. I'm doing influencing, which is more than just a part-time hobby, you know? And with all that being said, 
I'm so glad I've gone through all these ups and downs to get to where I am today. So thank you guys for listening. I would appreciate any comments. And again, I would love if you could take the time to um, rate and review my podcast. It would mean the world to me. You can do that on whether it's Apple or Spotify, wherever you go to listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'd love to hear some comments. And um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I will chat with you next week.